Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Welcome back to hour number two of Drive Time Sports. Let's rock and roll, Randy. Rock and Here roll. Here on the Buzz Radio Network, Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Ray Tucker on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by Guatney Buick GMC. And now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer, Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy. Hello, Trey Biddy. I like that intro, Trey. Hey. How'd hey you, guys, how'd you get that enthusiasm? Yeah, it's got a little more gravel in the voice. Yeah, yeah. I got, yeah. I got, there's a guy place with, <laughs> place with Little Rock, uh, Bradley Douglas, and when he knocks down a three, I go Bradley Douglas. That's the only thing I got going right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seemed to be relatively quiet over the weekend, was it not, Trey? Yeah, on the Arkansas definitely front. quiet. On the Arkansas yeah. football front, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> not on the basketball yeah. front. I understand that. No, goodness, no, no, um, not on the, not on the, <laughs> not on that front. You know, Arkansas has got like two official visits left, so not a whole lot of official visits uh, wow. remaining. It does restart in March, so they will be able to to reset that number in March. So if there's, I mean, obviously we're seeing, you know, guys from George Everett still popping yes, the yes, portal. Yes, yes, get them all. And Alabama linebacker so. came open today. Get him. Yeah, sure get did. Get them yeah. all. Get them all. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, can you have neutral anyway, site Anyway, there's, there's still a lot of good players out there. If they can't come to your campus, can you, like, meet them somewhere? <laughs> hey, hey, why don't we meet in Memphis? I'm sure other coaches uh, are doing that, so. <laughs> Yeah, no, can't. You, you, you're probably right, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you're you're not supposed to. It's uh, you're not supposed to have it's any of the, the, the off campus. Yeah, okay. yeah. Right. but there, uh, are, you know, there are offers going out. We see Mateo's uh, certainly sending a lot of offers out right now to 2025 recruits too. Um, so there's there's still a lot of recruiting uh, stuff going on. Trey, the announcement was actually official today. Yeah, I'm still yet to see the official announcement that Kenny Guyton is gone, but at least there is an official announcement <laughs> right. that the new coach is coming well, in. Well, has, Wisconsin, has well, Wisconsin announced him? It wouldn't be Wisconsin Arkansas. Wisconsin did announce him. Okay. Yeah. Wisconsin, okay that's good. Wisconsin announced him that Arkansas, obviously you're not going to say, well, you know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you say it behind the scenes and stuff, but uh, yeah. Um, and nothing yet on his contract. Uh, I believe Guyton was at... I want to say three forty. Uh, yeah, I thought three fifty. Yeah, three fifty. Yeah, might have been might have been three fifty. Um, so I would assume it's probably going to be less than that. You know, when you factor in, um, you know, his experience level um, versus Guyton's. Uh, obviously, you know, Guyton didn't come. Wasn't the same price when he first arrived at Arkansas. He, uh, you know, he worked his way up to a higher pay uh, after coming from Colorado State, and you know, being relatively young as a coach, also. Uh, so I, I would think Fouch would come in a little bit lower. And you, you also have to consider, you know, with the assistant coach salary pool, it goes up usually every year. But you've got uh, Bobby Petrino is going to make four hundred thousand dollars a year more than what uh, what Dan Enos made. So that's probably got to balance out somewhere with Fouch. He'll, he'll, he'll still be very well compensated. It'll be quite the increase from what he made at Missouri State. Uh, Trey, this from our 
Uh, Gangster Museum of America live fan feedback snorker porker says, "Well, you asked, <laughs> well, you asked Trey if he's heard anything about some issues going in the locker room. Uh, I would think that was well behind this football team. That uh, issues in the locker room. The Arkansas fans have the best nicknames: <laughs> Snorker Porker. Yeah, that's right. I mean, we've got, we've had some great Apocalypse now and." Um, Jerry Swinefeld, just some great, so many things you can do. That's what everybody always tells me around our network is Arkansas fans always have the best and have told me that for 20 years. <laughs> so locker room, yeah, of course, there's locker rooms issues. It's not all kumbaya. It's never going to be all kumbaya. I mean, there's going to be guys that don't like each other, you know. It just it just happens, uh, especially when you start losing. Then you got fingers getting pointed and people getting blamed and, and things like that. It's... I mean, everybody out there, think about you and your buddies, your best friend. You ever had an argument? <laughs> you know, I mean, you ever had a moment where you, you didn't talk to each other? Of course you did. That's Randy where you know, I got that over. black eye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sucker punch, uh, right? It's, uh, it's a girl or, you know, or somebody not holding up their end or somebody said something about somebody's mom they didn't like, you know, all kinds of things like that, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, of course there's stuff like that happens in locker rooms and, um, you know, every program's different, but that doesn't mean you can't have a healthy locker room even though you you have that. You know, there's um, these are all, you know, big, strong guys that are, a lot of them are very proud. So, yeah. Of course, I don't think it was anything like what we saw last year, the year before last, I should say. And, and during that season and that off season, there was a lot of players that were dismissed solely on attitude. You know, some players that were good players. Not everybody. There were some. There were some good guys that, uh, that decided to enter the transfer portal and find different a different avenue. But there was also plenty of guys last year, and not just players that were, hey. You guys need to go find something else, you know. So that's uh, it happens in college football. Whatever that was going on in the locker room, I'll say from a whisper standpoint on my end, was nothing like it was the year before. What about the Arkansas basketball dressing room? Ever hear anything about oh, yeah. that? Well, they have great practices. <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> that's what Muscleman's right. saying. He, he, you know, he well, today's sure press right. conference. Yeah. Right. Well, Musselman's not going to, you know, just blow smoke. You know, no, he's he do he's going to tell you exactly how he feels, and everybody can see it. Everybody can tell how Musselman feels when he walks in the room, right? Whether he's excited or ticked off. But uh, you know, they moved five players to, um, uh, you know, to their scout team today. Five scholarship basketball yeah. players, right. whereas before it's all you know managers and walk-ons and grad assistants and stuff like that that they use. So um, they were beefing it up a little bit in terms of uh, how they practice and who they practiced against. Uh, said the players responded great, and he's never been around a squad that practices as well as his, his team does. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. They need to scrimmage more? I have no idea. But uh, he said he's never been around a team that practices well and then puts that product out on, on the court, which was just, uh, you know, as he put it, a stinker. That's nice. The way it feels it. a little different, though, doesn't, doesn't this? I mean, like, we're used to the last few years with Razorback basketball not starting off very well in conference play. They haven't started off. I can't remember what it was his first year, but the last three, they've all been like, you know, 1-4, 0-3, you know, starting out in January in SEC play over and over again. And there's been moments, you know, we can remember that stretch a couple of years ago, um, you know, with the Elite Eight team, that first Elite Eight team that they had, uh, you know, they lost at LSU, got blown out, and then got blown out against yeah. Alabama, mm-hmm. you know, sure back-to-back did. weekends, yeah. and figured it out. Um, I don't know. It feels a little different right now, but at the same time, guys, I counted them out last year. There, I know I have a tweet that's floating around out there. It's probably screenshot. Um, where I'm talking about this isn't an NCAA tournament team. And, of course, maybe I should make that tweet now. Yeah, do uh, it again. Because right after I made that, (laughs) they started to pick it up and turn it around uh, and play a little bit better. Although, you know, that team last year, they lost, what, their last three regular season games also before they made that run. And this is a team that's good enough to beat Purdue in an exhibition, good enough to beat Duke, and bad enough to lose by 32 um, at home to Auburn. And the worst loss that, well, I mean, anybody my age has seen. I mean, 1951 against a semi-pro team, according to Hog Stats, 
Well, they lost by 36. So um, for most people, that's the worst loss they've ever seen um, in Arkansas by a Razorback basketball team. Uh, let's see, Trey. Uh, Larry wants to know, by way of our Gangster Museum of America Life in Feedback, Larry says, can you please ask Trey to talk about all of the 2025 O-line recruits that were offered over the weekend? Specifically, I have noticed where all of these recruits are smaller in size. They are tall, but they weigh anywhere from 225 to 290. Are they hoping to gain weight? It's just something I noticed and wanted to ask. 225, he said? No, I'm sorry, 255. Okay, well, still, that's still pretty light. I mean, Frank Ragnow was Frank Ragnow was 250 or so. You know, he was kind of tied in looking. Uh, let's see, Danny's got a list. Justin Hazen, this is a tough one, Randy. I mean, <laughs> you and I both. H-A-S-E-N-H-U-E-T-L. TL, mm. there's a vowel missing, it wow. looks like, um, from Raven, Raven Gap, Georgia. Um, you know, he's like, I guess you would consider him one of those guys, 6'5", 300, that's pretty good size, right? I mean, yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number 118 overall prospect in the country. Uh, so he would be one of them. Um, I, let's see, I've got a list here, too. All right, so Brock Heath. Let's look him up. Brock Heath is a little bit lighter, I believe. So that was one that they just recently offered. Let's see, let me bring him up. Brock Heath. This is out of Blue Valley, Northwest, Overton Park, Kansas. This is Eric Mateos' stock stopping grounds. Now this is a little bit more closer, like at six four and a half, two fifty. So this is wow. probably a little bit closer to what they're talking about. Again, it's a class of twenty twenty five prospect. Um, I always remember um, Sam Pittman talking about when he went to see Frank Ragnow, and Frank Ragnow was pretty much this size. I've always said I like to bring in guys that are massive and shed the weight off of them. I just think that's – I just feel like that kind of – I don't know, makes more sense, I guess. I feel like you'd, you'd feel like you were way lighter on your feet if that were the case, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um Anyway, that's a that's a couple of them that I know of, Randy, that they've offered. But I do know that Mateos is busy and, uh, from what I've heard, maybe feels a little bit behind on 2025 offers. So they're they're shelling out quite a bit of them right now. Uh, Trey, switching gears back to basketball for a moment. I was hoping uh, I kept hitting refresh on my Hawk Sports website, thinking I might see it that it would be a special encore walk and talk after Saturday's <laughs> Auburn game. Man. That, yeah. I, I mean, I realize you may not get as emotionally um, involved with basketball as you do with football, but I thought, man, I need something therapeutic. I, I need Trey to get out there and romp and stomp around Bud Walton <laughs> Arena or uh, Lot 56 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think this is something you might want to consider adding to the um, – um, content of uh, a walk and talk now for basketball because it may be needed for a lot of us. I've considered it. Um, <laughs> I considered it after the game. If I'd had my my stuff with me, I might have done it. Uh, I do get emotionally involved. <laughs> I mean, I, I always have. I used, Randy, when I was a kid, if Arkansas basketball, if the basketball team was rolling, uh, I would I would freeze. Like if I'm laying on the couch, I would just like not move. Like a, you know. Just because I, I feel like that superstitious. Was superstitious. Right. Yeah, Rick, I mean, yep. you got and a problem with that? it worked every time, didn't it? Worked <laughs> well, they were good. Time. back. This was back in the 90s. Games. Yeah. This well, is back worked, in the 90s, so yeah. Worked just about every time. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, anyway, you know, I've always been, you know, in love with all Razorback sports, obviously, um, especially football and basketball for mm-hmm. me. But, uh, yeah, I would say I had about 10, 12 people as I was walking around Bud Walton Arena and, and exiting it, say, we get a walk and talk for this? You know, everybody kind of used it as uh, some type of therapy. Yeah, and, uh, that's what I'm it's, saying. It's therapeutic for me, too. I mean, I, I end up usually feeling a little better. Well, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I feel a lot worse when I'm done. But, uh, yeah, I had, you're not the first person to request Do you, uh, you wear a Fitbit and count those at your steps, sir? <laughs> well, I've got the Apple Watch. Well, here's the what's watch amazing, Trey, is that there were still people in the arena when you left. 
That's true, yes. too. Um, at about the 630, 625 mark, something like that, it was just... I mean, yeah. the aisles were full. Everybody yeah. was, everybody was beating traffic at that point. Very and it's hard to blame them. I mean, it's oh. hard to blame. Very understandable. I, I've never understood why people do that when it's a close game. You know, you pay money to go see the game, and and then you're going to leave right yeah. before it's over just so you can beat traffic. I don't understand that, but uh, I, I can understand leaving w- with that going on. I, I'm, Absolutely. I'm, I'm relating this story a couple of weeks ago. I had said something on the radio. Some people were leaving. And anyway, I said, I can't believe you buy a ticket in a Trojan game and, and you leave before it's over with and the game's still in the balance. And and the thing went overtime and the guy came back up to me after overtime. He says, you sent me on a guilt trip and I came back in. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Well, it's like leaving a movie, right? Yeah. Just like the movie's about to end and you're just going to go and somebody will tell me about how it ended. And But nobody does that to beat the crowd. Nobody they leave does athletic that. events, but nobody leaves a movie to be unless it's a stinker. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I guess if it's maybe a stinker. What if you're maxed out forty people in the theater? It's not like a stadium. So sure. what qualifies as a stinker? Thirty-two point loss. Can it be uh, a twenty-point loss to be a film a critic for a second? Oh yeah. no, 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 <laughs> no. I mean, like you know, if you're if you're down double digits with. Uh, with five minutes left, you know, that's I've always kind of looked at it like if there's five minutes left and you're down ten, you need to be inside of ten, you know, to and not that you can't come back from that, but that's always kind of two I always points look a at minute. that. Two points yeah. a minute. That's, that's the way I looked at it too. Yeah. So um yeah. I I think if it's like if you're you know, down fifteen with five minutes left, you absolutely have every right to uh to walk out of the theater. <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> a stinker in the theater. All right, wow. this uh, from Pryor. He says, what is the deal with Emerian Harris? Well, Emerian has undergone the transformation stage. I've seen a lot of players do this. You know, Devon Manuel did it last year. Obviously, he was banged up so much last year. Ended up at Florida, by the way. But he was banged up so much last year that... We just didn't see him a whole lot, and when we did, he was dealing with injuries. But Manuel lost about as much. Manuel lost probably as much weight as I've ever seen anybody ever lose on on campus. I mean, he was he was probably four honey when he was a freshman, and he got down probably two eighty five. So Ooh. and and then was back up to about three ten by the season. So that's quite a dramatic bit. Uh, a Marion was. I want to say Marion was 370-something, 370, and he was down to, what, 295? That's a lot of weight. That's a wow. lot of weight to move around. Wow. And so you go from that, and then you start packing it back on. And, again, I always say I like bringing in guys who are massive and taking them down, you know, trimming that weight off, building back up. Um, I just I feel like that's got to feel better to you, right, than just packing on a bunch of weight that you're not used to. Um, so I am I would like to see what a Marion does this year. I think he should be ready by now, you know, this coming season. This should be a time where he takes that next step. Another guy who did that, who dropped a ton of weight, was, and this was even before Chad Morris came on board and had all his offensive linemen at 270 and just ridiculousness, uh, was um, Dalton Wagner. Dalton Wagner came in pretty heavy, not as heavy as, as those two guys I just mentioned, but he came in pretty heavy. And I remember going out to spring football uh, the following spring after he'd arrived and thinking they pull in somebody from the basketball team or something because this guy, was he was skinny. And they put the weight back on him. And so sometimes that's just what they have to do with guys. You know, they bring them in and 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 put a bunch of weight back on, you know, take a bunch of weight off and put it back on them in the right way. And I think that's kind of what's happening with the Marion. Let's talk with Luke. Luke, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. What's going on, gentlemen? Good afternoon, Luke. I just got a quick question for you. Trey, I wanted to ask you something. I know I've seen you at the game on Saturday. You don't say hello? <laughs> I sure should have. You was down there behind the uh, the bench walking, walking one end of the court to the other before the game yeah. started, and I've seen you walk up. But anyway... Um, Trey, I saw, I've seen something I ain't seen before, and mm-hmm. before the game, and it almost was a sure sign that we was going to lose. And I've never seen this or noticed this before, but did you notice when, when the players come out for 
pregame warm-ups, one of them's wearing a black pullover, one of them's wearing a white undershirt, one of them's wearing a all-red jumpsuit. They're all wearing different stuff coming out for pregame hmm. warm-ups. And then you look at Auburn over there, and they're all in the same uniform, same, like a team, you know. And mm-hmm. it just is almost as if this team is just, you know, everybody's doing their own thing, even from – and it's the little things, it's the details that matter. I just didn't know if that was something that you noticed or if that was something that they normally do or if we've done in the past. Because I sure didn't notice it, but I'd just sure like to see a team that comes out all wearing the same, especially for pregame warm-ups, wearing, dressing mm-hmm. together, looking like a team, not just a bunch of individuals. You want to get your yep. take on that. You won't see much of that anymore. Thank you, Luke. Pretty, pretty common yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah I think so. And yeah. But I, I, I like what he says. I mean. Me too. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I, I like that. And but, you know, guys, Musselman has been around the block so many times, and he's a smart guy, and he's a great basketball coach. And um, this has been a disappointing start to the season. It's still very hard for me to question what he does because I know how detail oriented he is. I mean, Eric Musselman is, you know, probably borderline insane. You know, and you have. To, <laughs> You have to be. You have to be to be a coach. Yes, you, you do. You have to be like, you have to have an ego. You have to have, um, you know, just a relentless desire to be great. Or you're just going to be a crappy coach. And, I mean, I look around. I mean, I look at Nick Saban. I look at Jim Harbaugh. These guys are crazy. Are they not? Mm-hmm. They're crazy. And I mean, Nick Saban's eating the same lunch every single day and eating the same <laughs> little, little Debbie Debbie's snack. every breakfast. That's right. He, I mean, that's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, so all these guys have to have quirks and be weird. Muscleman's up at five thirty on the treadmill, reading, going over plays and stuff. I mean, this guy—it's hard for me Grading to, to doubt. Film it's, it's, it's while another it's guy, another assistant is on the. On the other treadmill, taking down the notes. Yep. Fence Brokers presents Razorback Graffiti every Monday morning. Call Morning Mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did. One sentence and one sentence only. Hey, it's Brooke here, and at Chris Crane Hyundai, we've got a huge selection of pre-loved vehicles like never before. Late models loaded with new technology? Check. Payments to fit any budget? Check. Silverado, Civic, Broncos, and more. Check, check, check. Thanks that love to say yes? You know it. Our pre-loved inventory has never been better than now. Come visit your friends at Chris Crane Hyundai on Museum Road in Conway and online at chriscranehyundai.com. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in their New Year's Auto Loan Special. Listen close. Offer ends January 31st. 3.99% interest on 22, 23, and 24 models. No payments for 90 days or up to 84 months financing. Don't delay. The Alcoa Community FCU New Year's Auto Loan Special with rates as low as 3.99% ends January 31st. Get pre-approved online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Serving Saline, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. Ramp.com slash sports. R-A-M-P dot com slash sports. Happy birthday, Elvis. Yeah, to the king. 89 today, Roger. Hey, big game tonight. Who's going to win? Look out, son. I've got Michigan by 10. There, I said it. <laughs> we'll be breaking it down tomorrow with Rick Schaefer. Also, Caleb Battle will join the He's show. He's a buddy of mine. He told me to calm down. We'll see if he still tells me to calm down. That's all tomorrow morning. The rest of my life going to start today.
the only American-style sushi experience founded on great food and rock and roll. Rock and roll sushi. Deliciously twisted flavors and rock and roll vibe that'll blow your mind. Check out our punk rock roll with shrimp tempura, spicy tuna, cream cheese, and seared tuna. Strawberry, avocado, jalapeno, cucumber topping, and more. Rock and roll sushi for lunch or dinner. Rockandrollsushi.com. Now with five locations in Central Arkansas. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. It's gut check time. Drive Time Sports is back on the Buzz Radio Network. Central Arkansas has some fantastic places to eat. One of those that I have discovered that is right up there at the top of the list, Benihana's. If you are oh, talking love, about... Love, love Benihana's. I'm talking about, Raymond, there is some fantastic meals. And one of those that I discovered, and I am a creature of habit. I go back again and again and again and again. And that is the Emperor's Feast. Now, that is a tender filet and a chicken breast grilled to perfection. And then it's served with the Benihana onion soup, salad, the abachi shrimp appetizer. I mean, the list just goes on and on. It is beyond. It melts in your mouth. And I do I do love the fact that they prepare it right there in front of you. That's the other neat thing. Because you get to watch. I mean, th- those guys are, they're artists. And, uh, and some ladies are all, I mean, they're artists. And entertainers. And entertainers. So if you're looking for that special touch, I mean, they have got so many different options it may take me, I don't know how long, in order to identify, if you will, some of my favorites and some that you need to try. And then the fried rice shrimp with fried chicken yeah. ah, or shrimp, either one. It is a mouth-watering delight, you know, that's the, all I can say. The fun thing is to take enough people to fill up the table. Yeah. And and really get into it. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is, uh, I guess you can say, adjoining the Wyndham Hotel right next to the Riverfront Steakhouse. So stop in, tell them we sent you, and uh, check out the menu because, like the deluxe treat, filet, cold water lobster tail, grilled to perfection with butter and lemon. Why are you doing this stuff? <laughs> oh, my goodness. People be flocking over Benny there tonight. Benny me in the rain. <laughs> Hana in North Little Rock. Is Sapporo back over there? Yes. Well, he goes back and forth. Okay. What back a, and forth. What a great guy. Between the Riverfront Steakhouse and Benny Hana. All right. Uh, it is QB time with Landon Leach. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> he gets to assess these two quarterbacks playing tonight, right? Yeah. Who you like tonight? Landon? Well, you know, as I mentioned last week, uh, you know, in these games it, it tends to go the defense most of the most of the time. Um and I and I'm anxious to see how Washington can hold up on both lines. Uh I think offensive line they'll be they'll be fine. because, uh, you know, Texas had a heck of a defensive line and they held up fine there. <clears throat> what I'm more worried about is I think I mentioned last week that you know, I I felt Texas should have pounded the ball a little bit more. Uh, they were getting four or five, six yards of carry and keep the ball out of Phoenix's hands a little bit. Um, and so, you know, uh, as much as I'm for Washington tonight, I think I've got to give the edge to, to Michigan just because of that defensive front um, and their and then also their their offensive line. Landon, you're you're a former QB, and see if you agree with this, Michael Penix. Has one of the quickest releases I've ever seen in my life, ever. Anybody? 
I'm sorry. I, I cut out on me. I'm sorry. <laughs> talking about release. Panic. Talking about panic. Had, had quick release. I don't know. I've never seen anybody release that quick. <laughs> you know, and, and what's strange about it is he throws a lot like, a, and we talked about this last week, a lot like a Vince Young does. And um, it doesn't, so I, I saw something that was pretty neat. A guy flipped him from a left-hander to a right-hander. And just how quick the ball came out of his hand, uh, like you mentioned, was, was pretty impressive. And then uh, what I really like is all the different, what we call different level of throws he can make. You know, whether it's the, the level one ball, which is kind of the fireball, uh, level two, which is over a linebacker, level three is over a corner below a safety, and then the level four, which we all know he's got that awesome touch on the deep ball. Uh, he's got all the throws at all levels. And uh, so I, I think if you give him time, yeah. They, I, I expect Michigan to try and speed him up a little bit. But I think it was Randy last week mentioned, you know, how many times there was a free rusher on him. And, and he knew right where to go with the ball, mm-hmm. get the ball out of his hands and, and pick up, you know, five, six yards on first down. So. It'll be uh be fun to watch the uh, chess match that uh, the defense coordinator for Michigan got, and along with uh, the offense for Washington tonight. All right, guys. One thing that uh, I am confused about. Mm. Well, does the game start at six thirty, or is that the start of the pregame? Because normally they do not show the pregame start time. They just give well, the kickoff start time here's what? if you if you turn on espn right now they are have it's college game day and it started at it four okay. and it's over at six so i assume it's over at six so i'm guessing from six to six thirty they're going to do something and that could be pre-game it could be what's i don't think they'll go to sports center i think it's all about this game tonight and then, so yeah, I'm guessing six thirty, six thirty two, six thirty five, somewhere in there. It's going to start. Yeah, I actually thought the same thing earlier, Randy, and I meant to Google kickoff time because you know usually you see that six thirty, and then they got that thirty forty five minutes hours worth of pregame. But uh, with what Rick just said, it does sound like a six thirty kickoff, maybe. Yeah, it could be six thirty eight. Okay, then we're going to then we got to call this program over at six thirty, Damon. Be sure. And have everything to where it starts. Really? Yeah, the show stops. You have have a TV there, don't you? Well, I do. Does it have ESPN? It's on it right now. And well, then you sh- then you should know what we just told you. You should already know that. And game day's been there, but the lights have been out. The major light. They just now turned the lights on for those guys. Really? Yes. Huh. How about that? Wow. Well, there's inside, inside no less. It's an indoor stadium, and they're yeah. inside, right? Yeah. yeah. It's inside no less. Okay, they got a cl- they got a countdown clock, so it says an hour and some odd six minutes. So I guess that means. Wait a minute. What is this we're talking about? The actual kickoff time. The actual well, kickoff time. Well, if it's an hour and six minutes, that would be six four six four right, six forty six forty four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Or six thirty-eight. Something, okay. You know, something like never that. been one yeah. start early like this. No, that's what I'm saying. Usually, no. Yeah, usually it's after seven, and they're in the central time zone, so it's not like they couldn't kick off at seven oh something. So yeah, this is unusual, but it's also on ESPN. They don't have to worry about local news uh, like it like Foxwood or CBS or ABC. So they're probably okay with six thirty kickoff. Wow. That is a seven thirty Eastern time uh, kickoff. So, well, that I guess that makes it four thirty out in, on the West Coast. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. for the Washington, wow. that's yeah. like a late afternoon game. Right. For Michigan, it's like a later night game because they're on the Eastern time zone at, in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Should I get to the Ray Tucker's Arkansas outdoors? Uh, it'll be thirty minutes left in the game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we come up. We go come on eight to nine tonight. <laughs> Good gracious. All right, let's check in with Miss Linda. Miss Linda, good afternoon. Good afternoon, gentlemen. First of all, I want to say, Mr. Randy, I hope you and Mr. Ray have a safe drive home because it's still raining. It has been it's um, heavily here in central Arkansas. Yes. yes, yes. Guys, you know how I'm about my hog. Yeah. I've listened to naysayers all day long, and you can be disappointed. You can be frustrated, but dang, don't give up on the hog yet. I mean, look what Mus has done. He has taken things that we thought were done for and taken us to two elite eights, the Sweet 16. So, 
my saying is, I trust in that. So you guys have a great evening and go hog. You saw that sign right. at the game, I know. <laughs> yeah, and no, they're on, and they're on dollar bills. I'm usually right there with with Miss Linda. I mm-hmm. mean, they they usually fight. Um, I tell you what, we talked about how the football team quit at Mississippi State this year. I mean, that basketball team just shut down and quit this week. Um, and that's something you don't see from a must team very often. Um, so that that leads to more concern that you got uh, because, you know, as they just completely laid down. And, and I, what gave me a little bit slimmer of hope was Minifield coming out and saying, we quit. And so that, that right there shows you someone has a little respect for what happened that day, and maybe he can, you know, talk to his guys, and uh, maybe he becomes the leader of that squad and can turn things around. But, um, you know, when when you just quit and give up like that, that that's, that's on a different level than just getting your butt beat a little bit. Now they got knocked around. They got cuffed plenty on Saturday. All right, uh, this is uh, from our Southern Structural Solutions bus text line 501 shows the kickoff at 645. 645. Okay. Well, you can watch the early part after our last break of the day. And then get home as quickly as possible. Right. So, um, I'm not sure what this actually has to say, but nevertheless, Michigan, Washington, and the price of eggs in 1900. Who cares? The price of eggs in 1900. Probably pretty cheap back then. Penny and egg. I guess, he, I guess his point, he doesn't care about the game, doesn't care he what probably the price doesn't. was in 1900. Yeah. Yeah. There <laughs> may be some other things he doesn't care about either, but, you know, it's, hey, it's, a, it's a big event tonight. I mean, it's a big, big deal. Just playing a shell game. Yeah. Okay, so uh, since we've got the quarterback guy in here, Landon, what, what do you think about, uh, did you watch Miami and um, Buffalo last night? I did. I two, did. Two, and two I'll tell you what. Two great quarterbacks, and both of them made some plays, but neither of them were extraordinary, did you think? Yeah, and, you know, uh, the way I see, um, you know, too is, and this sounds hard, he's not a game manager, that's not what I'm saying, but I feel like Moore has to go right, like, he has to make the right reads, he has to understand the defense, he has to have his players in the right position, you know, for his team to really tick. Um, whereas you get uh, Josh, uh, oh, Josh Allen, point. yeah, Josh Allen. Allen. Mm-hmm. You know, he can make things happen. Uh, and and here's the thing: is he reminds me so much of the reason I was number four my whole life, Brett Favre. He's a gunslinger. Yeah, he's going to make some mistakes, and uh, to me, he's this day and age uh, Brett Favre. Uh, but I'm telling you, when there's three, four, five minutes left on the clock and you need a first down to, to keep going, uh, that's who I want to, you know, I want the ball in his hands. Uh, you know, and then, <laughs> what was it? It was the, I know they got the holding penalty, we can talk about it, but they got the holding penalty and it's third and three and he's getting hit four yards and still makes the first down. That's the top player he is. He makes plays. Well, the one thing about him that separates him from a lot of quarterbacks is he can easily be a running quarterback, and I'm not talking about RPO. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design, the kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. No type quarterback. I'm just like, take it, run with it. And he can make something out of it. Back news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on The Zone. Brought to you by Big O Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. 
Impressive, powerful, aerodynamic, thrilling, and unforgettable. All words to describe Saracen's January giveaway vehicle, Nissan's exciting 400Z. Play at Saracen all this month for your chance to win an incredible Z car from Welch Nissan. Winning is as easy as simply playing Saracen's games. Take the short 40-minute ride down the Saracen Casino Resort. It's Little Rock's closest place to play, and it's the only place in Arkansas to win a fabulous Z car. Saracen Casino Resort. Gambling problem? Call 800-FOXY-2-4700. When you do something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Roger here. He's been raking leaves for over 45 years. With a twist of his trusty rake, he can shape a pile of leaves into a grizzly bear catching salmon. A one-fifth scale of Mount Rushmore. Whoa. Even a working international space station. Stunning detail, Roger. We're a lot like Roger raking leaves, except we do it with insurance. Williamson Insurance, protecting your business and your family for over 45 years. Guys, it's a new year. Welcome to 2024, man. Low T Center can make it a great one for you. If you've been feeling tired and grumpy, maybe you've noticed a lack of motivation and drive, a little weight gain here and there, a little loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels, fellas. At Low T Center, they make it easy. All you've got to do is commit. You can get your levels checked. It's simple. It's a simple blood test with their on-site lab. You'll get results back in 25 minutes. Low T Center is not your typical doctor's office, so no worries, fellas. It's concierge medicine for all of us men. They're physicians. They specialize in treating low testosterone, and they've been exclusively treating men for years with most health insurance accepted. And they have affordable and convenient treatment options, including physician-monitored self-inject treatments that ship directly to your home each month. So there's no need to drive to the center on a weekly basis. Right now, at Low T Center, it's only 25 bucks to get your T levels tested. Make your health and quality of life a priority and make it a great year in 2024. Go to lowtcenter.com to book your appointment online today. That's lowtcenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Eat My Catfish, your favorite place for po'boys, shrimp, chicken, crawfish, and so much more, including, of course, catfish, is back open for business in the Breckenridge Village Shopping Center starting Tuesday. And you're invited to help celebrate the grand reopening as the Zone broadcasts live from there starting at 10. There'll be a ribbon cutting, door prizes, and giveaways, as well as a chance to win a catering valued at $250. It's a celebration that you won't want to miss. The official reopening for Eat My Catfish at Breckenridge with a zone and 103.7 The Buzz. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, Ray Tucker, I'm Randy Rainwater. Uh, we are having apparently a little bit of an issue. We'll see if we can't get uh, back on Landon Leach. Uh, I want to talk with you about Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville. I know there's Guatney Buick GMC. That Raymond has part of his family, mm-hmm. advertising family. We are so thrilled uh, to have on Drive Time Sports, Courtney Chevrolet. And I've known these folks back since I was knee-high to a grasshopper, as the old saying goes. <laughs> uh, but they've been around since 1957. That tells you how long they have been around. They remain the premier family-owned Chevrolet dealership. Easy to find right there off of 16767 at the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. All you got to do is look for that big American flag, and it is big. And they have not only the best service department, and I can attest for that because I recently had one of my vehicles in there, they have award winning service 
as well. And the environment. It's like family. You can go in James Miller's office, sit down, talk with him. He'd love to talk with you about the Razorbacks. Get him to talk about his golf game. Uh, and they now offer the new owner's clinic, which means after the sale, you think, ah, oh, they've forgotten about me. No. They're going to bring you in for a dinner and then help you learn a little more about all the bells and whistles of your new ride. Convenient Saturday service, hours from 7 a.m. until noon. That's Guatney Chevrolet. That's Arkansas's number one Chevrolet dealer. Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Chevrolet, find new roads. And I see Landon is back. No, we we don't. We, we just have Henri. <laughs> Telephone lines, Landon. Yeah. No, I, I'm not sure what happened. It cut me off and then tried to call back a few times. But we ended up getting through, so we're good. There you go. Um, and kind of, kind of back to what Rick was asking about. And, yeah, uh, Josh Allen did not play well. Uh, and he's got to figure out how to cut down on the, the turnovers in the red zone for sure. Mm. And, uh, you know, and, and then, you know, he got lucky with the one, I guess, that hit the helmet and the guy made a heck of a play in the back of the end zone. So can you imagine what ESPN and all the football sports talk shows would be saying today if they hadn't pulled that one out about Josh Allen? Yeah. But you're right. But I and, agree with you. I, I, I think when he's in the game – he makes plays that uh, most quarterbacks can't play, make. And yep. I don't know and why that, Buffalo and they forget has, about them. Yeah, and I don't know why Buffalo has struggled so much this year because anytime I watch him, I think that guy is amazing. And so maybe in the playoffs he will be. Well, it, it, in my opinion, it goes back to the the where football began. It's because they don't even try to run the football enough. Mm. Uh, and and they've always had some decent running backs, but I feel like. You know, they, they put it on Josh Allen too much to to run the football and then win the game for them. And uh, I don't think they've ever found that balance. I do feel like they've done a, a little bit better job since uh, Joe Bur- uh, Brady's taken over uh, over the last three or four or five weeks, but I still don't think that they've found it. But what they keep doing is they keep finding ways to win here late in the season. Is Joe Brady, I know what he did, at least what was credited to Joe Brady, the job that he did down at LSU with Joe Burrow and company. I mean, why is this guy not the most coveted uh, assistant coach, coordinator, whatever you want to call it? I saw some names floating around today uh, landing for some, uh, there's some openings. Now, we know for sure that uh, Washington is looking for a coach Sandy, uh, uh, San Diego, Los Angeles, the Chargers. I mean, there's several openings already. Why there'll is be this? More. Pardon me. And there'll be more. And there'll be more. Why is this guy not being bantied around as the the hot commodity as the next head coach of an NFL franchise? Is it because he's yet to be even a head coach at the collegiate level? Well, I think there's a little bit of. What's going on, you know, he, he absolutely could not stand the NCAA because of recruiting. He did not want to recruit. Uh, at least that's the word that I got from people at Arkansas and the word, you know, that came out of LSU. And that's why he went immediately right, right back to the NFL. And then what happened is he, he followed Matt Rule, you know, to Carolina. And uh, he got fired there. Um, you know, they didn't have really have a quarter. They had Darnold, I guess. Uh, and things didn't work out. And he's really just been a quarterback coach until um, Buffalo fired. Oh, what's the quarterback from Miami? Um, he was the offense coordinator there this year, and they fired him about five weeks ago, and Joe Brady took over, and, and they've done much better offensively. Um, got one the national champion. Um, Dorsey? Ken Dorsey. Yeah, Ken Dorsey, yes. Former NFL yeah. quarterback, so, yeah. Long so time Joe favorite. Brady has only been a quarterback coach uh, since he got fired at Carolina. Uh, so, you know, I, I still think that he's still an up-and-comer. I think he's still early 30s at, at latest, you know. 
Um, and it was just one of those things he wanted out of college so bad that uh, he took that position with Carolina with a, you know, a, a head coach coming out of college and, and things didn't work out. So he's got to work his way back up, in my opinion. Hmm. Okay. So you're saying he got a bad deal in some regards at uh, Carolina, but yet yeah. he's kind of having to work his way back yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, they've had, they've had two bad owners in a row. Oh, you know, yeah, and I'm not uh, sure about the current the one. His career, and it, well, and that, yeah, <laughs> so the guy at the end of his tenure before and now this one, uh, you know, uh, the guy that they hired this year from Indianapolis, he had already proved he had killed two or three quarterbacks there. Uh, and then, you know, you hire him as the head coach, and uh, that that's just a really bad situation there in Carolina right now. Yeah, I don't see it getting any better either. That's the thing. Um, wow, some of the trades they made and uh, combined. I mean, McCaffrey, they threw in the towel on that one. And what they what they really get in return? I mean, yeah, how do you give up McCaffrey and DJ Moore? Yeah, you're right. Whatever they got for McCaffrey like, was not enough because he's really good. Yeah. Yeah. By and far, let's see. Uh, these are some. Um, let's see. There, start with Drew. This one from our Southern Structural Solutions bus text line. Drew says, "I believe in Mus, but this team is different. Telling you this is not the same team or players as you know, but this team will." quit. I think they'll figure it out. That's yeah, they, in my opinion on it is, you know, Musk has always gone defensive first philosophy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this year, you know, he went in more on the scores. The guys, you know, you you had uh, Battle, you had uh, L. Ellis, um, you had some of those guys there coming in that averaged 16, 17, 18 points a game last year. And I feel like that, you know, he he may have gone more offensively this year. And it's it's showing, uh, you know, on the defensive side of the ball. Um, again, I don't know. I mean, he's <laughs> obviously he's done a heck of a job. But that that's the only thing that I can figure out that is different than what he's had in the previous years is, uh, you know, at least before he could hang his hat on the defense and know he could make a stop. And this year, I mean, they, they can't stop anybody. No, and I, I even talked Landon about uh, possibly playing zone, which that's unheard of for, for Coach Musselman to play zone. Mm-hmm. they got to do something differently the way they're doing it because what is that old saying goes, keep doing the same things? Yep. You're crazy. Yeah. All right, Landon. That's QB time with Landon Leach. Thank you, Landon. Drive Time Sports, hour number three, straight ahead. New Year's means new equipment for you and your loved ones from River Valley Tractors, your leading Kubota dealers in central Arkansas. Start your countdown at River Valley Tractor with big savings on Kubota compact tractors and implements built to last you through all your seasons. Ring in the new year with River Valley Tractor in Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville,